What is going on, world? Welcome to Apocalypse Movies, the movie hangout show from us, Apocalypse Movies. Apocalypse Now is what I meant to say as the show name. But yes, welcome to both. I am your host, Jacob Bartley, and we do have a Tuesday news day today. I uh, guess, guess they'll flip-flop every once in a while. But of course, let me introduce the crew before we get started. We have Gio Ramos in the house, Brian Avalicino, and Jake Berlin. And of course, Keith Barnes should be joining us soon. But before we get to anything, guys, how are you all doing? Not bad. First day back after a four-day weekend. As me. good as you can be this year, right? Serious. Very true. I, I mean, it's, it's – yeah, it's, I mean, I didn't have the luxury of having a four-day weekend like Brian did, but you went to Tahoe. Don't even. I went for one day. You know, I went for one day, which was which was nice. But um, yeah, Monday, Tuesday has been hell. I'll say that much. Interesting. How is it up there? Is it crowded, or are there not as many people up there? No. So it's that time of year right now where it's in between summer and winter, and so mm. it's, it's period. Uh, it was actually really cold. Uh, it got high at fifty-three during the day. Um, which was awesome because obviously different here in in uh, in the valley. So yeah, um, it was definitely a nice getaway. Uh, didn't do a whole lot um, as far as like go out and stuff. It was just kind of like a nice little hangout getaway, which was something that I needed. So nice. That sounds fun. I want to go up there and see some snow this year. So yeah, that's I haven't been to Tahoe during a white winter in a while. So I'm looking forward to that too. Hey, Stardew, I ate pizza too. I killed a whole DiGiorno pizza by myself. Oh my goodness. I feel like a piece of crap. <laughs> I, had home, I had homemade spaghetti and meatballs, boys. Ew. Did you Tuna make melt. some noodles yourself? Ew, God. What'd you have? Wait, what, what, what did he say? What? Tuna melts. Oh, I love me some tuna melts. They're so I love me some tuna melts. When they're nice and warm with the melted cheese. Oh, oh. pepper jack cheese and only pepper. That- Jeez. Makes me want to throw any up. kind of cheese. I will say, Jacob, it gives me incredibly in, an incredible amount of anxiety that you don't capitalize your words in your hashtags. Oh, really? Yeah, like <laughs> it, it drives doing it. effing crazy. <laughs> but wait, but that's hell just that's <laughs> like, his like, OCD. Hashtags don't have to have exclamation points, though. Yes, they do. Just like no, like don't. this. Watch, I'll show you. That's why I have, I have the power. I have the power to do that. Oh, you – oh, I thought you were saying – for some reason, I thought you said exclamation point. No, but, uh, um, But no, favorite, so – well, it's it's not required to capitalize your hashtag things. But people – like most people's hashtags aren't capitalized. 100% is required. My favorite thing to do to him that get, oh, gets him every time is this. Just oh your my goodness that's for everything. Terrible. I hate. No, that. you are. You look stupid. It makes me you. You look like you can't spell. Yeah. Uh, no one complaining to you. Oh, I, I always wave my mouse like people can see what I'm showing them. I was gonna say the good thing about this now is people can actually see what it says. You know, when they're not capitalized, you can't really tell what it says sometimes. So, thank you, Jake. Appreciate <laughs> it. Um. So normally we do the movie watching challenge like right away at the beginning of the show, but. While we wait for Keith, he's going to review Invictus for us once he hops on. We're going to jump to a our biggest news story, first and foremost. So, Jake, what is that? What's yeah, so uh, some, some very... One of the biggest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so some very cool and interesting news came out this week. Um, and there's a lot of cool behind-the-scenes factors of this. But uh, it has been revealed that Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot will be re-teaming after their work on Wonder Woman 1984 uh, to tackle Cleopatra. Uh, a biopic of the famous Egyptian queen. Um, and it's actually quite exciting because one, Patty Jenkins clearly knows what she's doing. And two, Gal Gadot is arguably a perfect choice for the role. Um, she's Il- I- Israelian. Um, and so uh, that's as close as you're going to get to someone like an Egyptian uh, background. And we don't have many of those in, in Hollywood, obviously. Uh, And so Gal Gadot is a very, very well done uh, choice for this role. But the cool thing about this is that uh, Gal Gadot actually headed the entire thing herself. Um, She actually led the charge to get this film made. And it's, it's been an interesting road for um, projects revolving around Cleopatra. Um, These aren't all of the same projects. These are variations of the project over the years. Um, But at times in history throughout the last decade or two, um, names like David Fincher, Ang Lee, and Denis Villeneuve have all been attached to direct projects, as well as Angelina Jolie and Lady Gaga set to star in the role in different projects. Um, 
and none of them have, have been able to get made. Uh, the original Cleopatra back in the 60s is one of the most expensive films ever made, one of the biggest films ever made, which is why it's had a hard time being uh, being put to the big screen. But uh, Gal Gadot has essentially led the charge, and during the COVID lockdown and all that type of stuff, um, she recruited Shutter Island direct, uh, writer, excuse me, uh, Lysha Kalegrigis, I want to say her name is. Excuse me for butchering that. Um, what was that? I'm not saying that again. Um, <laughs> the, the Shutter Island writer to uh, research and shape the story, as uh, the article put it. Um, and then uh, it, got, it essentially got put, uh, pitched to studios with oh, all over Zoom. Keep this in mind. This is all over Zoom with Patty Jenkins, Gal Gadot, the writer, as well as uh, some producing partners to a number of companies, including Paramount, Universal, Apple, Warner Brothers, and Netflix, ultimately landing at Paramount beating out all of those other studios um, for this project, which is super, super exciting. Um, and the one thing that had been thrown around in this article is that it's going to be from a, a very strong women perspective, uh, which doesn't just mean the Egyptian queen, but also her surrounding characters as well. Um, I'm super interested in this. I know this because uh, I'm a huge history person. I love myself some history stories and stuff like that, but I've never seen Cleopatra on screen um, I have never seen the original. I've never seen any kind of rendition of her. Uh, I'm I'm Same. really excited to see uh, this character come to life, um, and not in some, you know, version of an action movie. It's going to be like a biopic, and I'm I'm super excited for that. Um, and having Patty Jenkins at the at the helm definitely makes sense. She's a strong director, but I also am very interested to see what she does outside of action and comic book stuff because we haven't seen a lot of her. Um, and so, uh, Jacob, I'll go to you on this first, man. What are you, uh, what are you thinking about, uh, Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot uh, doing Cleopatra? I think this is really cool. I was, uh, like surprised to see it. Cause I remember, I remember like the other actors and the other directors being attached to this, you know, throughout the last five or six, seven years. And I, I was wondering, like, that's interesting that they're doing that. And none of those choices ever got me like, even though, look, I love David Fincher, but I'm sure he would have done a great job, but I was never like, that's a great fit, you know, like for either the actress or the director for, for them, since they already have chemistry together. And if this is something that Gal Gadot wanted to do, that's what makes it exciting for me because I, this reminds me of, of Margot Robbie a little bit where, playing the Harley Quinn character and then playing the Wonder Woman character, put them in a position to be able to seek out projects like this that they're passionate about. And I'm so glad that Patty Jenkins decided to do it because it could have been gal working with David Fincher or working with somebody else. But I think Jenkins is going to bring the best out of her. And I just think it's really cool because I could see a studio, you know, seeking out gal Godot to do it. But the fact that she wants to do it makes it exciting for me. So I'm I'm all in. And I think she's better. She's getting better as an actress. So by the time she works on this, she's going to be a lot better of an actress. Yeah, we've seen over the last 10 years that that actors and directors have become massively attached to each other. And they continue yeah. to work with each other uh, time and time again. And that clearly is the case here. And to your point, um, Patty Jenkins so far has brought the best out of her as an actress. So... Uh, Brian, what about you? Well, yeah, just really off of what you guys were just saying. I mean, you're going to get a better performance from someone that is comfortable with the person that's directing them. And like, I mean, I, I, I'm, I, I'm not going to be comfortable doing another podcast with someone I've never met right off. The yeah, bat, right? exactly. So, I mean, if I have years of a relationship with someone and trust that person and like, I'm willing to do whatever. And it cl cl clearly it was kind of sounds a little bit like it was Gal's product. So she trusts Patty to take the helm of it. I mean, it sounds like it'll be a win-win. Um, I'm curious to see it. I, I love, I literally took an Egyptian mythology class and call Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Nice. So like, I I'm down for it. Um, I'm glad they didn't stupidly just be like hey let's get uh jessica chastain white white girl with red hair like some non like racially correct person to play this role like they actually did the right 
thing and pick someone <laughs> that can actually play this role. Um, and I think, I mean, Cleopatra has always been this like, um, what's the right word? Historic figure. No, I don't want, I was going to say like sexualized, oh. but she's not. It's just like this, like she's oh this like goddess walking. She's, on very, she's very much like Daenerys Targaryen from Game of Thrones. That's kind of like the portrayal that they, they, they gave her without actually putting her on screen. Yeah, I wouldn't say that much. It To me, it was just more like this, like she was almost. I think a, what you're a, trying a, to say, like they kind of glamorize her in a way. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Like um, she, that's perfect. Like glamorized her um, and just, yeah, a, a mythic figure. Like she was legitly like almost like so loved that she was like a god, like fake. So, I mean, I, I'm curious to see how this works. And I, I'm actually, I think she's perfect for it. Like I literally was sitting here when I first uh, heard it from you earlier. I was like, really? Like her? And then like the more and more I thought about it, I was trying to think of someone else. And she's kind of actually like legitly perfect for that. There's nobody so in Hollywood. There's no, no, not not for Cleopatra that I can think of off the top of my head. So I think it would be kind of dope. I'm actually excited. And um, I'm curious to see who plays certain things yep. around her. It's, yeah. it's going to be a big cast. It's for sure going to be a big cast. Yeah. Um, just don't make it an action movie. Uh, Gio, I'm going to no. go to you real quick. Uh, let me bring Keith in. Uh, Mr. Keith, Hi, Keith. Frank. What's up, bud? Um, we're talking about uh, Cleopatra oh, here right now. Uh, uh, Gio's gonna get his thoughts, and then we'll shoot it back to you, man. Gio, what do you think about Cleopatra? I think it's fucking awesome. <laughs> I'll tell you why. This is the most power Gal Gadot has had in Hollywood in her career so far. And what does she do? She goes for projects like this, and she spearheads it. Projects that are, you could say, have been in development hell because they've gone from filmmaker to filmmaker, producer to producer. And so I love what she's doing and the projects that she's going for. It's ambitious. And to bring Patty Jenkins along as well. I mean, did you see what Patty Jenkins did from a period piece standpoint and Wonder Woman, how she That's made that World War One setting look? And now she's going to go back to uh, the last ruler of some Egyptian period. Uh, you can fill that in, Brian. I'm not entirely sure. But, she wasn't the last, but she was probably the most powerful right. female queen of Egyptian lore. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I I absolutely love this. I am rooting for this project, and I'll go a step further. Well, before I do that, I want to say I'm happy that Paramount beat out Apple and Netflix, okay? Because, uh, yes, they are. Well, that's who they were going against? They were going against Apple, Netflix, Warner Brothers, and Universal. But I don't yeah. want, for me personally, I don't want streaming services to touch this kind of project. Not until they've had, you know, a, um, a longer history in Hollywood as far as uh, big budget filmmaking. So I think it, it went to the right uh, studio. But I'm going to say this right now. If this movie is made and it happens, this will be Gal Gadot's first Oscar nomination for best lead actress. I'll say wow. that right now. I called it with Leo DiCaprio when I found out that Alejandro Inaritu was doing The Revenant. This is giving mm. me the same vibes. I think she's going to shock a lot of people, and this will be the new peak for her career. That's not a bad prediction. It's a bold yeah. prediction, but I like it's something that might I be a bold prediction I've ever seen. What I do, <laughs> I could low key see that if it's if it is done to the level like actual like a Academy Award type level, like not her. I'm talking like the film. Well, that's a good. Budget. It depends if the studio and Patty Jenkins and the writers approach it that way too. Yeah, yeah. if they yeah, do. Actuals. And at, at least a Golden Globe win. If oh, I can see that, that for sure. Keith, what about you, man? What, what do you think about this uh, Patty Jenkins, Gal Gadot, Cleopatra? Uh, sounds great. I don't see how uh, – that's a, a great duo, right? Great team. So I don't see how 
that's it. She maybe maybe she'll be her, uh, uh, you know, uh, De Niro to, uh, you know, Scorsese situation or, or now DiCaprio Scorsese. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, another one of those guys for uh, Marty Scorsese, the Patty Jenkins Gal Gadot connection. So, you know, superior piece. It's going to be pretty epic because that's a. That's a that's a lot, Cleopatra. That story there, and also you're looking at, um, you know, obviously the most iconic portrayal is uh, Elizabeth Taylor. Um, I, I don't know that anyone's ever done it since that well, um, and so that's one of the things people think of Cleopatra nowadays. You kind of think about that, right? And you know, that was made obviously in old Hollywood and they weren't casting people of color or anybody ethnic in those roles. So, you know, seems like a lot of people have a problem with Gal Gadot being cast in this role. Um, she is Israeli. So I don't see, you know, I mean, I understand some of the criticism because um, people, you know, Cleopatra, I mean, she, she African or she's, but I mean, I don't, I don't mind Gal being in this, being in this role and uh Gio, you might be right man i mean this could be one of those one of those things that kind of elevates her as an actress into that up, up, up in that stratosphere and maybe and yeah, maybe an oscar oscar caliber performance could be could be in the cards i mean look she did it for uh charlie staring so you know she can get that kind of uh performance obviously a different character but a, that kind of performance out of gal i don't think it's uh i don't think it's crazy at all so but yeah, I'm in. Seems like it's a yes all around, which is cool. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just, I'm just curious to see who they put around her because that time period, you have some names of famous figures, and then you throw high caliber actors with her. Oof, that could be a, a force of a movie. So I'm curious to see how that goes. Yeah, well, you know, we don't want it to turn into, uh, you know, what gods and monsters or any of that silliness either. Yeah, you know what I mean. But so, but I'm saying like you have a love story type thing, like yeah, um, like an Alexander the Great coming in mm -hmm. or something like that. Uh, Caesar, you can yeah. any of that like that could be really interesting. You have something like that. So yeah, I'm curious. This has piqued my interest more than I thought it would. Yeah, I'm Let super her, excited for it. And I want to. I want to watch it in a movie theater. <laughs> oh yeah. What's the what studio is this? Do we know? Is it one Paramount. of Paramount. Paramount? Paramount. Okay. All right, Paramount. Let Patty do her thing. All right. She, yeah. She's, she's true. So just get out of the way. Let her. Let her do her. Let her do her work. All right, cool. Well, let's uh, let's jump back now to the movie watching challenge. And to start this off, uh, Keith was challenged to watch Invictus. Uh, it was a geo chosen film. So, Keith, why don't you tell us your thoughts on Invictus? I'm so excited to hear. Loved this. it. Loved it. Yeah, Loved yeah, this movie. Nice. So good. So good, man. Um, came out at a time when I wasn't really my kids, uh, my older ones. Uh, Emma wasn't born yet, of course, in 2009. But um, the other ones were really little. So I wasn't really going to a lot of movies at that time. It's the only reason I could think of for why I missed this because I have no idea. You can probably <laughs> remember I said I, I didn't even know it was a Clint Eastwood movie. Uh, I kind of remember seeing like previews for it and stuff, but just just want you know you just miss them sometimes. I just whatever. Uh, Gio, you're the best. You know what I you know <laughs> you know what I like, man. I'm telling you, I love this movie so much, man. I, and I oh. and then I remember there was a 30 for 30 about this story that I I wanted to see. I'm gonna try to maybe yep. catch that tonight. Yep. Oh, uh, call the 16th man. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna try to catch that tonight if I can. It's but so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I remember really wanting to catch that, and I didn't catch that that was the same story until I started watching it. It's like, oh man, there's there's a 30 for 30 about the story. You know, so I, I definitely want to watch that. But uh, I loved it. Obviously, setting you know the end of apartheid, and I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna get in, into the, in any of that, but that's a big part of the setting. Um, which and I remember all that, and you know, people, it, man, it was a time of real transition in South Africa where mm -hmm. people were calling calling Mandela terrorist, and which you know, whatever. Um, it was a big deal that he became president. He just got out of prison and 
was able to get himself uh, elected president. And uh, yeah, it's just a real, real divisive, uh, divisive time in South Africa. So, um, and he really, it's, it's awesome that he just, he saw the rugby team as a way to unite the country. Mm -hmm. And it took a lot to get them on board. And he got the, I can't remember the name of Matt Damon's character. Ah, uh, uh, shoot. But I don't remember his name. But uh, Matt Damon, who's very good, by the way. I was Francois. skeptical. Yes, that's right. Francois, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. Francois. Francois, sorry. Yeah, that's right. And uh, I was skeptical. Like, Matt Damon in South African. <laughs> now, obviously, if that was being cast today, people would be going crazy over that. But I thought he, I thought he, he did a really good job. Uh, he did a good job with the accent. Sounded like uh, everybody sounded like Claw in, in Panther, <laughs> <laughs> which I love. Uh, but credit to Andy Circus too; he does a great, good South African accent. But uh, <laughs> yeah, man, just you know, not a lot of known really, other than him and Morgan Freeman. Um, you know, they did. I love the casting. You know, obviously a lot of South African uh, actors in it as well, and they're all great. I love his security guys. Um, love the dynamic, you know, the way they started off kind of button heads a little bit, and then mm -hmm. even they came together at the end. So, yep. And obviously, you know, story, I'm going to go ahead and spoil it. I mean, they win the World Cup, the, <laughs> and it's awesome. And uh, it's shot beautifully. Uh, Clint Eastwood really, man, just this, I love this movie. I really did. Really love that it. Is, that's, that's awesome. I remember when you found out it was a Clint Eastwood movie, you were super hyped about it. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was really wondering how he would tell that story. And, you know, again, that also might be a thing where people might have a problem because you maybe want a black director to kind of tell the story. But I think he really did a great job as well. And he seemed to really do, I think from what I've known over the years about that story and, and reading about it some more, it seemed like he did the story justice, you know. And, uh, yeah, I, man, I, I, I loved it. Loved it. So awesome. Well, that's definitely a win there for sure. Nice. Brian, have you seen you've seen this movie? I have. I oh, okay. I have. I had a friend in junior college at the time that was South African, and he was like, You need oh. to watch this movie. And oh, I was cool. like, Okay. And I did, and I was like, This is a really good movie. Yeah. So I still haven't seen it. I need to check it out. Uh Gio, uh, are you happy with Keith's response? I love it. Um, that's what I was hoping to hear. Man, like I, I'm with you. This movie has a lot of heart. I thought yeah. the sports part was shot very well, and the casting yes. for Mandela. I mean, Jesus Christ, perfect. So check it out if you haven't yeah. seen. It. Awesome, that's great. Yeah, that's all right. Great. Well, let's move on to the second part of the movie watching challenge. I'm not going to forget anymore, guys. Don't worry. Um, where uh, the next person gets challenged, and that is Brian, probably our favorite person to challenge because. I don't know about you guys. I'm the easiest go, person. When I went to go choose my movie, I was like, "Ooh, look at all these choices!" And like, <laughs> exactly. When, I, when it's like Jake, I'm like, "Damn it! Like, what? I need to find a movie." <laughs> it's like, I gotta like yeah. find a way to go undercover and find out if he's what he has seen and hasn't seen or something. <laughs> but uh, but Brian is probably the most fun to choose a movie for. Um, so let's go ahead and reveal those movies, Jake. Well, the first thing. Oh, yeah, he has decide. to decide how he wants to choose. Oh, see, now yeah. I was hoping you would let me see it and then I decide. Nope. Nope. So, what do you want to <laughs> do? Um, vote for you or would you rather pick a number? I'm going to let people vote for me. Okay. Awesome. All right. Well, the following okay. movies have been picked. Um, and these are the four that you have been challenged to this week, with only one of them being the winner. The first is. Basketball. Oh, dear God. <laughs> the second is <laughs> Rain of Fire. Hmm, never heard of that one. Ooh. The third is Snatch. I think I've heard of that one. And the fourth <laughs> is The Big Sick. Ah, was not expecting any of these. That's yeah. I got to say, look, I, and I'm not revealing which one's mine, but I love all four of these movies. Yeah. There's one of them that I really, really want you to watch. <laughs> hey, these are some good choices for Brian, though. That's the thing, yeah. I think. I Like, when I'm choosing a movie, look, sometimes we stick him with the long, boring movie that he doesn't want to watch. But you guys do I'm that thinking, on Like, what is Brian actually going to like? So when I made my choice, that's what I was thinking. But still not going to say who it is. <laughs> I know what Jacob's is. Other than that, I don't know. I don't think you do, Brian. 
I don't think you do. Um, I will say for our viewers, uh, for every, all of you watching live and back on the replay, uh, the poll is officially up on YouTube. Uh, you can go and vote. Um, if you Wait, how would you do it that fast? If I'm a magician. Damn. Um, if you go to our YouTube homepage and then you go under the community tab, uh, which is right next to videos and playlists, uh, you will see the poll. Uh, also, if you go to your subscriptions page on YouTube, it should pop up on your subscriptions page if you're following us. Um, and you'll be able to vote on which movie you want him to watch. Uh, obviously, highest percentage highest percentage wins. And we will reveal that um, probably later this week for him, probably around Friday or so. So he has the weekend to watch it. Polls yeah. end when? I literally just said probably. <laughs> no, I meant I, when are you thinking Thursday? Well, we usually do Thursdays, but because Thursday shows are now pre-recorded, uh, the poll will end on Friday. Okay. Cool. All right. Sounds good. I can't wait to see which movie is chosen. So let's get back um, to Tuesday Newsday. We have some trailers to discuss. Jake, why don't you tell them what we got on the docket for well, that? Well, yeah, we have a, we have a really cool uh, a lot of cool stuff to to uh, talk about here in a second. But I do want to point out here we got a super super chat, gentlemen. Uh, Jimmy <laughs> yeah. Franklin. Uh, Hello, thank you. Uh, appreciate it for the super chat, sir. Really, really thankful for that one. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, thank you so much for I that. Think we us, uh, I think he's given us one before. He has a, long, uh, so, a, like, a few months ago. He yeah. he is the one that's responsible for two of our lone super chats. Yeah. So, thank you, Jimmy. Uh, the man. The one thank and you. only. Thank you. As always, Jimmy. Appreciate it. Uh, but yes, yeah, so we have a we have a lot of cool stuff to talk about, guys. Uh, so the next topic we're going to talk about is some movie trailers. Uh, some movie trailers have come out over the last week. And instead of talking about all of them, um, I've given you guys the hard decision to pick one of the following four to discuss. Uh, we've watched them all. You're going to pick one to talk about, and you're not going to be able to talk about the rest of them. Um, we don't want to spend too much time on this because we have two major topics to uh, to round out the show with here coming up. But uh, the four trailers are Promising Young Woman, uh, Mank, Fat Man, and I'm Your Woman. Um, I will start with, uh, you know, let's, let's start with Geo. Uh, Gio, what is uh, what is the one trailer that you want to discuss, man? Uh, well, this one's fairly easy. I mean, I would have went Mank, but I haven't seen Citizen Kane yet, so it, it doesn't mean anything to me yet. So, mm. oh, is that what that means? On. <clears throat> yes, but for me, it's it's Fat Man. Okay, I had no idea what this <laughs> movie is about. Um, look, Mel Gibson when he does R-rated action, it is uh, violent and gruesome. And that's exactly what this looks like. Okay, you want to talk about two actors who can pull off crazy and Mel Gibson and Walton Goggins? I think that's his name. Yeah. Man, this looks – I mean, this is a Christmas movie, is it not? <laughs> I think it would qualify. And Almost all of these are Christmas movies, and they're not very Christmassy. <laughs> hey, Die Hard's a Christmas movie. But anyways um, – Dude, I, I'm I'm totally looking forward to Fat Man. Okay, like it it, it looks like it's a, a lot of action, a lot of violence, right up my alley. Um, I loved Mel Gibson and uh, Get the Gringo. That was that was a crazy movie, and uh, this one looks like it's gonna be just crazy. So it's Fat Man for me. Uh, Keith, uh, promising young woman looks very good. Looks promising. <laughs> Very different from the last trailer in my he's, mind. He's, uh, he's killing himself over there. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was good, man. Uh, although they did this Hollywood, you and your movie trailer music, and you're just taking these songs, and I don't, I don't understand. They using Britney Spears' "Toxic" in there and making some kind of weird, slowed down, altered it, whatever version of it. Uh, out, fine, whatever. Um, it fits though. It actually does fit though what the movie seems to be about. So, uh, yeah, man, Carrie Mulligan from Drive, which is awesome, uh, right? That's yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, Allison Brie, you got a uh, looks good, man. Connie, uh, Friday Night Lights. Connie Nielsen. Connie, uh, Connie Britton. Connie Britton. Connie Britton. Britton. Yes. Connie Britton. Yes. She's uh, the best. Yeah, man. She's awesome and interesting role she's she's playing there but yeah man you know look i i really like that was one of those kind of comedy it's comedy ish right it's kind of like how uh like that dark movie like yeah there, dark like black comedy or whatever they call it yeah like kind of very dark um, comedy yeah yeah it looks but it looks it looks really good so yeah i like that one if it comes out 
in theaters, which probably won't. But <laughs> it does look good. <laughs> it does look good. So yeah. Okay. Uh, fun fact about Promising Young Woman. Before I move on, uh, this was one of Margot Robbie's first major producer roles. Oh, oh cool. nice. Hmm. Nice. Hmm. She's been so a heavyweight. She, in the, she was heavily involved in this project. Um, yeah, that's cool. Brian, I'll go to you next. Um, I'm gonna keep the the new not been picked train going, and I uh, I'm your woman was damn it. The one. <laughs> I didn't. Really? Well, one of us, uh, one of us was gonna have to choose one that somebody else did. Yeah. Um, not necessarily. I just, to be honest, like none of them really like thrilled me. <laughs> but uh, this one was the one that I was most like. Hmm. Okay. That one could have my attention a little bit. Um, but I love a good, what would you, not, what type of movie would you describe this more as? Like a. It's a drama. No, I meant it more like a whodunit type thing or like a. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. So I'm a sucker for trying to figure out like who did it by the end of a movie. Um, or what's the reasoning behind why they did it, why they did something bad. Um, and that's basically what this movie is. So anytime you stroke that little uh, curiosity of me, I'm like, okay, I'll give it a shot. So yeah, that one was uh, the one. I'm shocked someone picked that Fat Man movie. I'm <laughs> Fat Man looks it looks so much fun. Uh, Jacob, Jacob, what about you? Um, no surprise. Well, you guys probably know what I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick Mank because I David Fincher is my favorite director ever. And and honestly, this isn't my favorite trailer out of all these, but the best trailer is probably Promising Young Woman. But I do want to talk about Mank because uh they just went straight up old school movie and it's all black and white. That's crazy. I didn't know that's what they were going for, but it's kind of cool because it's like as if we're watching these events back when they were going on and Orson Welles, look, I haven't seen Citizen Kane either. I need to, obviously it's one of the considered one of the greats and I will watch it before I watch this movie. But uh, Orson Welles is an interesting guy, man. Like he was a superstar actor and then he was like making his own movies, going broke and all this stuff. And it's just, it's an interesting story and it's Gary Oldman directed by David Fincher with this old school style. I thought it was really cool the way they made that trailer. Yeah. Uh, for me before, um, before this morning, uh, the one that I was going to pick was promising you one young woman, because I cannot wait for that film, but it's I'm your woman. Um, I'm and there. There's one sole purpose because of I, your woman and it's Rachel Brosnahan. Um, Rachel Brosnahan might be, might be the best working female actress on the planet. She is. Let me guess. She's from a TV show. That, yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. She you is. guys in your TV. And what? Um, no. And what TV show? She, she is. She is brilliant in everything that she touches. Uh, she deserves more. Um, I'm happy to see her stepping into a film. I also say that I love almost everything that Prime Video does as a company, uh, whether it's film or television. I think that their products are really, really great. Um, but I also love the concept. I, I think uh, a drama like this, I'm, I'm really looking forward to. And uh, I think that it's, you know, li like everyone has kind of said, not all of the trailers were like stellar. Um, it was kind of like a, you know, pick the best out of the worst situation uh, because none of them were like blowing you away with what they were showing. But uh, I'm definitely uh, excited a lot, uh, a lot more than I was after seeing uh, I Am I'm Your Woman, um, after seeing that trailer this morning. So oh, it's set in the 70s too. I didn't really catch that mm. from the trailer but yeah. that's interesting mm. so yeah that's that's definitely gonna be uh i don't know jake uh mel gibson as santa claus and uh trust me dude <laughs> trust me i get it trust i am oh, she's marvelous movie. mrs mazel yeah oh wow she looks totally different yeah. hell yes that's crazy oh good for her. It? um okay real quick i do want to get to this real quick a comment from jimmy uh stepping back in here uh jimmy we this is on the docket this is on our list of topic ideas to do scores uh, so just look out the coming weeks for that one. For sure. It is written down, um, and we will be doing that. Uh, so stay tuned for that one. So thank you very much. Um, Jake, uh, Jake, Brian, and I sort of briefly went into that at the end of the Jurassic Park show. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Very true. Very true. Very, very true. I didn't right. – oh, call me a dumb, but I didn't even – I just looked up that mank 
cast, and I didn't even see Lily Collins in the trailer. It's hard to tell with the black and white and yeah, you know, right. stuff. Yeah, I will say Gary Oldman, Charles Dance, Lily Collins, and Amanda Seyfried all caught. Like I was like, ooh, that's a pretty interesting cast. Like that's. Yeah, uh, I will also say that officially got a release date yesterday, and that's coming out December fourth on Netflix. All awesome. December movies. Oh, there you go. Nice. Cannot wait. All right, what is our next news topic, Jake? Yeah, we're getting in, in, into the the heavy duty here, guys. We got some two big topics to talk about. And we're just talking about the best news to come out this week. <laughs> I, I know the three of you might yep. be like, "Oh, you're you're lying, yep. whatever." No, hold yeah, on. The one division news here. The best news. It's a lovely day to talk about oh, Mad yeah. Max because it is mm-hmm. official. A Furiosa prequel movie is officially happening. Um, and yes, unfortunately, that doesn't or that means that we will not be seeing Charlie's Throne return in the role because oh. officially decided to uh, instead of um, instead of uh, digitally age her uh, backwards, he uh, he decided to cast a younger actress, and he landed on a perfect choice in Anya Taylor-Joy to play Furiosa in a prequel film to Mad Max Fury Road, which will also co-star Mr. Chris Hemsworth and Yahya Abdul-Mateen II, two gigantic names in Hollywood today. Um, it'll be written, directed, uh, excuse me, directed, co-written, and produced by George Miller, the uh, filmmaker behind all the Mad Max movies, um, and then uh, as, as well as producing partner uh, Doug Mitchell, um, and it's cool. Some interesting things here. This isn't like a, a project that is, they've been writing up uh, over the last year or two. Um, this was actually conceived when they were doing Fury Road. Um, George Miller had the writer of Fury Road um, write all of the origins for all of the main characters in that movie while writing that film. So this film came from the product of that movie. So this has actually been in the works for quite a while, uh, which is super, super exciting because not a lot of her backstory was actually revealed in that movie. Um, they just revealed of, uh, of just where she came from. Um, nothing past that, which is super, super cool. So it's going to be all fresh, all new, all different. Uh, and it's going to star a whole new cast, which is super exciting. I mean, I, I got to say, guys, after seeing Fury Road, obviously it's a it's a 99% practical effect movie. Uh, George Miller literally did whatever he could to make every practical effect uh, possible in that film. And if he's going to do that again for a prequel movie, um, and yes, it doesn't star Charlie's Throne, which is a bit of a bummer. But uh, telling the story of that character, uh, of where she came from, who she kind of got involved with before she met Max um, and Immortan Joe, how she ends up in Immortan Joe's uh, custody, essentially, um, is super, super exciting. And the fact that he's also directing is a huge plus. Uh, I cannot explain how excited I am for this movie. Should we let you go for the next 10 minutes? Look, I mean, look, here, I'll do it. This is the most anticipated movie of the last of the next five years. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> oh, wow. This is the next. This is the most anticipated movie of the next five years. I don't this care what any of these four. Mad Max Fury Rosa Breach. is the movie that you should be looking forward to in the next five Breach. years. Be this shooting. is James. It's going to be next, and it's going to star three giant names in Hollywood. And all of you haters who don't think it should be can suck it. This is Jake Snyder cut. There you go. Oh my goodness. This is Jake Snyder cut. I'm honestly shocked. Because when you said, when you first said you were excited, I'm actually surprised you're really for this because it's not starring Charlize Theron. Because I remember when they first announced that it wasn't going to be, you guys weren't too happy with it. But let me get this straight. So the one thing, Charlie, she, so she's not in this movie, right? The one thing everyone no. universally agreed was the best part of that insane. <laughs> Agreed. And she's not going to be in the prequel that everyone's been calling for Wrong. since then. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong? She was up what? there, but the best part about Mad Max Fury Road was the action sequences no. and the practical stunt effects. I agree with Keith. She was the best part of that. Look, look, guys. Look, guys. <laughs> Here, Gio, let's just do this. Hey, 
<laughs> Mad Max Fury Rosa, man. I mean, how pumped are you about this movie right now? Dude, it's it's a classic. Um, I mean, this this movie will live and stand the test of time, dude. Agreed. And Agreed. This is a beast cast. Anya Taylor Joy. It's not even done. It's not even done. Yeah, Chris Hemsworth, Yaya Abdul Mati. Dude, George Miller wants to do this. And when George Miller wants to do something, he you give you get something that's a spectacle, something that's amazing. And this is it. And I, I have a bold prediction. I'm going to say it right now. Another one. The movie's going to fast forward at the very end to Charlie's Theron present day. Boom. Another movie coming forward. Into a sequel to Fury Road. I'm all Boom. for that. I'm all for that. Remember, because they, he did work on a, he was working on another one, right? Where there was like a sequel in mind. Yes, yes. Bullet Town or Wasteland or something like that. Man, dude. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Mad Max Wasteland. That's what it was called. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Dude, this is going to be fan fantastic dude oh my god i can't wait and this is one that we're watching on the big screen buddy okay i'm not i'm not seeing this anywhere else and george okay. miller will he, he won't let it be seen anywhere else let me on, let me let me go ahead and bring in our haters just so they can get their thoughts in real quick <laughs> go ahead well look if you guys would let me talk first of all <laughs> i net when they were talking about doing the prequel i was never against it i was i, I she was the most interesting character in in fury road and to get more information on that, I'm down for. Also, you guys know I love Anya Taylor Joy. This is absolutely incredible. Like, I think like seeing her name automatic. And look, I was I I'm interested in this film regardless, but putting her in the film and Chris Hemsworth is going to be in it, but just her starring as Furiosa, I'm a hundred percent in for that. I I love that. I because I just think. I want to see her in a heavy action role. You know, she's done. This action, is going to be action as fuck. Action-ish mm -hmm. movies, you know, where there's action elements. I haven't seen New Mutants yet, but that's probably irrelevant. Oh, she's not going to be uh, on a green set. Nope, she's going to be out there. So, wherever he's shooting I, this, I'm all for this, man. Anything that Angela Joy does, I'm I'm in for. Well, and let me let me part in real quick because it it's interesting because of what we know from Furiosa from Fury Road is that she came from a a land that had no males. Um, and the first two co-stars mm. that are announced with her are males. So that that's an interesting story point for her origin because how does she get there exactly? Are these people that are involved with the right. show? Are these people that she gets involved with after uh, escaping somewhere? Or maybe they help her escape somewhere? Um, but we know that from Furio, the one thing we learned about her is that she came from a place that was female-driven with no males. My first that, thought was that Chris Hemsworth is like her older brother or something. That was my – I don't know why maybe. I think that, but that maybe. was my first guess. Yeah. I think Hemsworth is going to be the bad guy. Oh, I, even better. <laughs> I think he's going to yeah. be the bad guy. But I, I'm, at, I'm down for this. I actually – Gio, you piqued my interest – when we weren't on screen. Mm -hmm. well, Brian's they, now on the positive side of Fury Road. Yeah. Sli I'm, slightly. I'm like, honestly, I'm <laughs> middle ground with Fury Road. Um, yeah. I I will say to what Gio said, if this is, if they do this like as a prequel, like a pre-prequel, and then do Charlize Theron again, which then leads into Mad Max, all that will I'll love that. That I'll take that in a second. That would be dope. Um, because you don't see a lot of yeah, you're not allowed to buy those anymore. Uh, yeah. because <laughs> you don't really see movies do that where to be honest, I can't think of a movie that does that where they've kind of like filmed the last one and then go one and two. Like that'd be dope. I, I I'd be curious to see how that that works. Um so, but the cast is dope. I mean, uh, Yaya Abdul Mantine, we know, can act his ass off. Like, he's amazing. Um, Watchmen, yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, exactly. Um, Chris and Hemsworth. And the upcoming Candyman. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. And the Matrix 4. Yes, and the Matrix yeah. 4. Ooh, he's in Matrix 4. That yes. I did not know. Um, and he's going to be the new uh, T'Challa, the new Black Panther. Oh, that's I wouldn't mind that. Guess. Oh, shit. Well, uh, that's <laughs> off topic. Let's move on. <laughs> Jeez, I know you threw me off on that one. But, uh, no, I'm excited for this. I'm curious. 
I'm not like you guys that are losing your ever loving mind. Like this is, this is, this is Jake's Snyder cut, like excitement level. If Geo if Geo has like his, the Snyder cut, this one is Jake's. Like if we're talking <laughs> excitement. That's, so I, I, yeah. It's a good point. We all need to find our Snyder cuts now. Yeah, serious. <laughs> I, I, although I do say, I agree with you guys, this should not be seen on anything other than IMAX. No, and it, what's, does it have a release date? No, not yet. But it's, it's not going to come out for at least two years. They're, so. they're aiming to start oh, filming uh, spring next year. Or three years or something yeah. like that. Ooh. So, uh, oh. Keith, do you have any last thoughts on this, man? We didn't really hear your opinion. Yeah, yeah, no, this cast is awesome, first of all. And George Miller, Dr. George Miller, which is uh, which I've always, I think I always love about him. <laughs> He's a doctor. Um, <laughs> all right, Taylor Joy. Okay, fine. Look, I, I tease you guys about it. I'm just you know, messing around with you guys. Um, but I said it when we did our top. It's so easy. Our show. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I, I, just, I like to. I just like to <laughs> Wait, I'm going to pick you again, right. Keith. Uh, I said when we talked about uh, we did our Charlize rankings. Uh, I just don't. I've never cared about Mad Max, so I don't. Just never got into it. You know, uh, Tina Turner was in it. That's all I remember from when I was a kid. I just couldn't really. It all just looked so weird and horrible. I do like the fan theory that uh, there you go. Yes, there you go. Good job, Jimmy. I didn't even see that. Um, <laughs> well, the big crazy hairstyle she had. I love that song that she did. We don't need another hero. But um, I love the fan theory that the Mad Max world is the world outside of Mega City One in Dread. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah, mind that. I love that. All urban shows up. I'm, I'm going to write down that I need to watch Dread, and it will be watched this week. <laughs> you do. Yes. Because that's what judges do, right? When they kind of retire or whatever, they get sent out into the desert to go wander around out in the desert. And maybe that world is <laughs> – I love that. I wish that was true. Um, All of a sudden, Carl Urban just shows up. Yeah, exactly. I uh, mean, if he showed up, Carl hey, Urban, I'll take him. Carl in this Urban in anything. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, but, hey, you know, George Miller, he's he's up there. I mean, he's one of the all-time greats. I'm sure this is going to be big, crazy, real action, which is really all practical action. So, um, it's going to be a madhouse. Uh, my eyes are going to hurt. I'm going to have a, my eyes are going to I'm going to have a headache. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to read about it when it's over. Okay, what happened? Oh, you uh, got through it. Really it. Fine. Uh, you're a. Uh, you're right. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> no, actually, that does sound cool though. I do. I. I do. I do want to see it. Yeah. So I, I think we could say we're all excited about this, uh, which is, you know, I'm sure Jake and G are glad to hear. Glad I'm to sure hear they'll that. put a few more people in it too. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. These are probably I mean, the three leads. Would anyone, would anyone else from Fury be in it? Do you think? I mean, uh, other than like Immortan Joe. No. What do you think? No. Um. Everybody else was so young, though. Like I will, I'd say that possibly the women that she met up with, yeah, Fury Road, uh, uh, maybe, maybe that's a big maybe. Kind of young, but they they could be played by younger actresses uh, that would have the same name, right? Yeah, for sure. All right, so we got one more big topic to talk about, Jake. Uh, What is that? Yeah, so uh, on top of uh, this big Mad Max news, and this was something that was announced months ago, but it became official, official uh, this week, and that is that HBO Max has officially ordered 10 episodes of first full season of a Green Lantern TV series. Uh, A Green Lantern TV series is officially a go at HBO Max, and it will be co-written and executive produced by Mark Guggenheim and Seth Graham Smith. if you don't know their names, first of all, Guggenheim has had a very long DC history, uh, serving as co-creator and showrunner on both Arrow and Legends of Tomorrow for CW. But unfortunately, he also co-wrote the original 2011 Green Lantern. Um, and Graham Smith uh, is responsible for the Lego Batman movie. He doesn't have a lot of writing credits to his name. He has a lot of producing credits, most recently producing both of the It films um, for Warner Brothers, which is a big get. Um, and so, like I said, uh, a full 10 episodes is on the way for this show and, uh, no major details were real, but this, this came in the article that was, uh, that was dropped, uh, last week. And it says the following, the show will depict the adventures 
of a multitude of lanterns, including Guy Gardner, Jessica Cruz, Simon Baz, and, and Alan Scott, Earth's first Green Lantern, who, true to the comics, is a gay man, and many more. The series will also include fan favorites such as Sinestro and Kilowog, and will also introduce new heroes to the ranks of the Green Lantern Corps. Now, obviously, you recognize that neither Hal Jordan or Jon Stewart were involved in that sentence, um, as well as Kyle Rayner, uh, possibly leaving up the... Um, the connection of them being in the movies more so than TV and showing up in the series possibly down the line. Um, but so for now, uh, Gardner, Cruz, Baz, Scott are the names that are dropped, uh, which officially means that we'll be getting na- or, uh, people playing these characters in this show. Um, I know Geo is our resident DC guy, but uh, we have a resident Green Lantern fan. That is Mr. Avalicino down here. So I'm going to let him go first. Uh, Brian, thoughts on this uh, Green Lantern Core TV series? Yes, my little Green Lantern. <laughs> he is my favorite DC character by far. He until Captain America, until Captain America, he's been my favorite character forever. Um, but and you're talking about you're talking about Hal Jordan, correct? Yes, I, I like Hal Jordan's, um, but I do love Guy Gardner because he's a wild card. Oh yeah, he is. He literally is not your stereotypical superhero. Uh, first thing I noticed was who they left out, which led me to believe immediately, okay, this has no connection whatsoever to DC movies, maybe, but there's a reason they left John Stewart and all those other characters out. Yes. Um, yes. They're going to leave, they're going to leave him for the movies. Exactly. That's what I meant. Because for the longest time, we've heard that there's going to be a team up, Hal Jordan, John Stewart. Those two were conveniently both left out. So that leaves that one right there. Um, Sinestro, I mean, you kind of can't real. you can, but you can't really do so much without him. So like, in my opinion, at some point, Sinestro will for sure be in movies but i have a feeling that's going to be a little while so they're just like okay yeah you can have sinestro um but um i'm so excited for that i don't care what honestly the fact that this is a tv show and not a movie makes me so happy because there's so much more than you that you could do that's not just a two and a half hour max movie uh, I mean, you're basically going to get, depending on how many episodes, an eight to ten hour movie. Um, and Green Lantern's world is so big that, I mean, it's not even a world. It's a, it's a universe, bro. Un- yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I'm I'm so excited for this. I really, 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 and I'm sure they will, but I really hope they go to different colors of the ring spectrum. Oh, they you will. bet they will. I, there's no way they can do yeah. it without doing it. Because, I mean, to be honest, the Red Lanterns are just, are so, so good in DC as DC villains. Um, I mean, there's so much you can do. You could do uh, with the Black Lanterns. You could do the whole um, Darkest... Uh, or Jesus Christ. Blackest Night. Thank you. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm Is getting there too ever another like Earth character that's a different color lantern. Somebody from Earth? No, it's just. No. Um, well, there, isn't there a red one? That's a yeah. I mean, there there are oh. been times that Earth Green Lanterns put on other. Oh, like yes, yeah. They, who are green nobody from Earth? Earth. Nobody from Earth is mm. like strictly a red or yeah. yellow. Or oh, anything. okay. They they've put on other rings, but there has yeah. been no like yeah. born a red lantern. Um, but I I I will give you guys time to talk. But well, I am so, so for this. the one thing that I'm interested in. Obviously, I'm super pumped because Green Lantern. Not as much as Brian, but I I love the character Green Lantern. I think the Green Lantern character is so, uh, you know, just full of things that you can do with him. Um, and the whole, and the entire the core the, the yeah, entire like, core. And I'm, I'm happy yeah, that Green Lantern mythology. Yeah, yeah. Like the the entire mythology is so so just brilliant. And I'm happy that it's not going to include, um, you know, Hal Jordan, John Stewart. 
Um, I'm interested in the Kyle Rayner thing because Kyle Rayner is very, a very, very cool character uh, and why his name wasn't involved, if that was on purpose or not. Um, I'm also extremely interested in Alan Scott, uh, how that's going to kind of be twisted because he's obviously the first Green Lantern ever and he was back in like decades, decades before uh, Hal Jordan. So I'm wondering if they're going to kind of twist up 60s, the mythology. I believe. Yeah, I'm wondering if they're going to twist up the mythology that we know um, and make it a little different for for screen. Um, but I'm pumped. I'm 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 super excited. They brought in the name of Jessica Cruz because her her character is awesome. Uh, she's a great great lantern. Uh, I love the addition of Sinestro. Obviously, like Brian said, you can't really do it without him. But also Kilowog. You got to have Kilowog in there. Uh, he's a no brainer. And I'm very interested to see if they get to voice him um, because obviously it's more, much more of a mocap slash CGI role. Um, but I, I'm just pumped. I'm, I'm just pumped because the mythology, like you know, Jacob had said, it's it's so just uh, massive and rich in story, and you can do so many different things, and you can go to so many different planets and universes and see so many different characters and races and species, and uh, it's such a cool idea. Um, and if they title the movies one day, cool. But if they don't, I'm happy with it. Ten episodes, like Brian said, you can do so much as far as story. Uh, so many movie stories have been shifting to TV lately. So um, I'm all for it. I'm pumped for it. And uh, just lock down great directors because I'm a little scared about the writers. I will say one one quick last thing. I, the one thing I am curious, though, is what they do with Sinestro's story. Because he is very much tied into Hal Jordan and Avin Sir. So I am very curious to see where this takes place. I would imagine those characters already have lanterns or yeah. rings. So it would that would just presumably be already established and these characters are have they've had them for a while. So what one thing's for sure, we have a lot of casting table ideas, boys. Yeah. Well, we did a Green Lantern episode. There you go. We did Hal Jordan and John Stewart. You are correct. Yeah, so you Guy know, maybe, gonna be such maybe a we get some of those right. I think we did it where we could choose any lantern we wanted and yes. bring them to the table. So maybe we get some of those right. Um, definitely. Uh, well, I like I won't go too long on this, but like the only Green Lantern comics I ever read uh, was Green Lanterns, which was actually the Jessica Cruz and Simon Baz run. And I read like the first 10 issues of that, and I loved it because – they um at the time in the comics they were the only two earth green lanterns like they were simultaneously chosen to protect earth and they both have extremely different personalities and if they i hope they're consistent with those characters as they are in the comics because i've been wanting to see especially jessica cruz come to life in live action for years. So I'm super excited about that. And I wonder like, who's gonna be the lead of the series? Is there a lead of the series? Is it kind of like Game of Thrones where there's like it's, not really a lead? Yep, I think I think HBO is going for a Game of Thrones style with a comic space. Yeah, yep. I, and another thing, I hope they don't spend too much time on earth. I hope there's a lot of time outside of earth. I don't I think, think they should at all. Be, I think it's gonna be off of earth. Yeah, really. I don't think it should at all. There will be scenes on Earth. Mm. For I think so. There will be origin scenes, origin flashbacks, maybe. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. I think it's going to take most mostly on Oa. I hope so. Mm. I hope so. So, Keith, what about you? Uh, what's what's taking so long, man? We haven't got any Green Lantern stuff at all. All this stuff they've been announcing, <laughs> but no matter. Hey, it, it's never. That's fine. Um, so yeah. Uh, first of all, Brian, you. Exactly. Said exact. I thought the exact same thing. Like no house, no uh, uh, John Stewart, no Hal Jordan. Definitely going to be no Parallax either as a villain. So uh, I think those are all going to be big movie characters. Uh, maybe we'll get hints of one or all of those. But um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, it sounds cool. Uh, I, I only read. I never got fully into Greenland. Um, I don't know why. I just never really did. I know I, I read the one when I was in school, uh, where he, I think maybe it was an Elseworlds story, where uh, he gave the ring to Oliver Queen, which is actually a pretty cool story. Um, <clears throat> and that'd be cool. I wish I've always wanted to see that, but uh, I'm so, really surprised they didn't do that on on Arrow, the TV show. I was fully expecting that to happen during that during that show. 
Uh, well, John, John yeah, Gale was confirmed uh, to be a Green Lantern. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I think, right? And that was like, like, like the last, last, the very last scene we saw in the, the show. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Um, did they do a thing? Did they say his name was Stuart? Like, oh, that was fine. They never did that. Name. No, but no. His name was just John Diggle. Yeah. He opened a box yeah. and green light shined out. And when the Flash, right. the older Flash, comes to Earth in one of the crossovers, he says, John, where you don't have your ring on. But that yes. was like, the year yeah. before, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't cool. catch that. Oh, yeah. I never noticed that. Oh, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know Ferris Air exists on those in that in the Arrowverse. So, um, uh, but yeah, and also uh, no Kyle. Uh, what's the other one? Kyle. Kyle Rayner. Rayner. Kyle Rayner. Rayner. Which that's yeah. interesting. Uh, to me. No, right, right, right. So, uh, sounds cool. I just want to see cool Green Lantern stuff. I don't know. About the, it seems like it'd be pretty expensive. I mean, they spend a lot of money on Game of Thrones, right, and Westworld. So maybe, maybe that there won't be any object for them. But to having it set on different worlds like that, I, I'm curious how they'll, if they'll do that, and how it'll, how how it'll play on on TV. You know what I mean? Because we've always said that about because they're like you know space police, right? Pretty much the lanterns, right? Like so. Yeah. They're, uh, yeah, just to have that set into all these different worlds. Like, uh, I don't hey, know. I, I don't Mandalorian, know take, take some lessons from Mandalorian. Right. Oh, yeah, you're right. And you you, do, you know, they got the big, I forgot what the, the projection, the rear projection or whatever they do. Video uh, wall? How they do all this. The volume. Yeah, yeah, so. God, if they do the volume for this, I will lose my, I'll That's run out of this. Yeah. Hey, Geo, man, what? So, Where are you going to run? Scott, I, I don't know. Geo, what is your level of excitement for this? Man? Yeah, resident DC man, we left the, the best for last. Uh, yeah. it's, a, it's about a nine out of ten for the reasons that Jake said. That the one thing are the writers. Um, it's mm. but make no mistake about it, guys. HBO Max is killing it as far as developing DC properties for their streaming service. Okay, and uh, Keith, if I were you, I wouldn't be worried about the visual effects or. Or you know the the look of it, um, or the budgeting. I mean, they're giving seventy million dollars for the highly anticipated Snyder cut. Oh and really? I thought it was eighty. I heard eighty or a hundred million dollars. But <laughs> for the Green Lantern Corps, they're going to put some money into this uh, thing for sure. Um, I love their approach to this, um, yeah. introducing lesser known lanterns uh, to a mass audience. Letting them know that yeah. this world is so much more yeah. bigger, and to answer Anthony's question, yes, uh, John Stewart and Hal Jordan, I believe, are being reserved for a DC Green Lantern Corps movie that's been in development hell with uh, Justin Rhodes and uh, David Goyer uh, writing uh, the script. So that's mm-hmm. kind of in development hell, but I think uh, Walter Hermada is really set on doing a Green Lantern movie. But as far as this goes, I love their approach to it. Um, it's still early. They have a lot of casting to do. Um, hopefully they got Isa um, Gonzalez on the phone or Anya de Armas with them for Jessica Cruz. Um, and I will at some point expect this to be uh, tied in with the main universe. Um, again, like Flashpoint fandom, DC fandom, they, they made, they're making all of this possible with the multi- multiverse and whatnot. So who's to say we don't see these characters in the DCEU at some point? Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm loving what I'm hearing. Um, I am excited about it, and I know we don't have much time. So, Well, and real quick, I know Seth Graham Smith is like, he has some questionable things on his resume, and whether you like the Lego Batman movie or not, it has some deep cuts into the DC history and lore. Like, there's so many, like, things on DC history in the Lego Batman movie. So he knows DC. That doesn't mean he's going to write a good screenplay, but at least he knows DC. And of course, Guggenheim does and everything like that. Well, well any last and, thoughts, guys? Well, and Graham Smith, I just I just remember this while we were talking, but he was one of the directors that was originally attached to do the Flack movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I will say point. this. The Lego Batman movie is... Uh, uh, no, I was going to say, Lego Batman movie is one of the best, it's one of the best Batman movies we have. <laughs> so, I like it. I like it. 
I will say this. The thing that gives me confidence about the writer of all this stuff is DC knows they can't F up Green Lantern twice. Like that when they when they messed up Green Lantern in 2011, like there's a reason that they had to wait so long to reboot this yeah. franchise because then you're going to get comparisons to that movie no matter what you do. It's been almost a decade yeah. since that movie has come out. People have forgotten about it as much as like, it hasn't been forgotten. It's still like, oh yeah, that Green Lantern movie, but it's not as remembered as it could be. If you mess up it again, there's no coming back from two times in a row. And especially if you're trying mm. to put this, these characters into a movie universe and make them respected and as popular as these other characters, you better get the TV show pretty freaking right. Well, so, considering what they did with, considering what he did with Aquaman, just give it to Snyder. <laughs> he'll make he'll make a badass. All right, Jacob, time to wrap the show up. <laughs> well, yeah, that's going to do it. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Brian and Gio, with your Green Lantern and DC knowledge. And that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Apocalypse Ooh. Now. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, let us know what you thought of our topics in the comment section. Of course, don't forget to check us out this Thursday. We're going to be talking about our favorite heist movies of all time. Also, don't forget to go to Tee Public and grab yourself some Apocalypse merchandise. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all at Apocalypse Movies. We'll see you in a couple days. Mad Max for life! Oh my god. <laughs>